0: Yeah, that's cool. So what's like I mean, what's your like ultimate goal, I guess, in, in this in Can this. I industry? this Can Domination, I say this one? Can I say this Right now, that. right now, we still we still feel like we ain't get what we want yet. When we get when we get when we get a little props, when we uh-huh. really, really get to where we gotta go, mm-hmm. that's when you know it's on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? saying? Cause right about now, I ain't bragging or nothing. But yo, mm-hmm. the woo the woo got something that I know that everybody wanna hear. Cause I mm-hmm. know yeah. I've been waiting to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But straight up and now until we get the goal we going to keep going. Yeah. Because we trying that. to do all this. We trying to make a business out of this, man. We ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying, affiliate ourselves with them fake-ass A&Rs and all well, that. Well. We trying to make our own <laughs> shit. So, so, that our children, well, so, well, so that when our you know children work, so that when our children get old, our seeds or whatever, they got something for themselves. Like we, sure. we ain't trying to hop in and hop out like quick. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well. Yeah. We, we out for the gusto, here. man, and we going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. In a crude laboratory in the basement of his home hello everyone and welcome to the show It's the one-year anniversary of Rogue Risk as of the launch of this episode, March 9th of 2021. It was a year ago today that Rogue Risk's doors officially opened. Now, I work remotely. We have a remote office, so there weren't any actual doors opened. We just kind of launched, mostly maybe like social media stuff, and I started calling people and emailing people, and we were officially ready to do business. We had our carrier appointments. We had... Uh, agency management system. We had all the things that an agency needs uh, to write business and uh, March 9th is the official day and it's been a year and we're still here. It's very, very exciting. Uh, I would say, you know, we've done some things well. We've done some things that haven't worked and while I think previous update episodes I've spent uh, talking about the things that haven't gone right, I wanted to take this this episode, this special episode of the show and talk about all the things that have gone right. I feel like I've been this dreary kind of like, here's all the mistakes I made and I can't cold call and blah, blah, blah. And you know, the the truth is guys, things are going really well. I, I, I have to be honest with you. Like, I wake up every day, and yeah, this job is a lot of work. We all know that, right? We know just being in insurance is a lot of work. And do I have things completely dialed in exactly the way that I would like them to go? Not even close. I mean, my plans for Rogue we're were like we're like still in the warm ups of the plans. We haven't even gotten to the first inning. The first pitch hasn't even been thrown yet for where I want Rogue to go. But. The, the game plan is in place i feel like the players are starting to to we they got uniforms they're 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 having a catch you know they're they're things are happening we we got a coach we got a plan we we know who's playing first and who's playing short and and um and all those things are exciting because uh t- to be able to operate this business to be able to create the a brand that i believe in that's mine that no one can take from me that that is representative of what i believe our industry can be and and for my part should be um, that's that's not a knock on anyone else's brand i mean this is my version of the thing and it's the beauty of our business right is that everyone gets to have their version of the thing and the fact that rogue is taking shape and people are starting to have feelings about it and i'm not going to say every one of those feelings is completely positive i've been working by myself for 12 months i've dropped plenty of crap on the ground that just hasn't gotten done but those things are changing And, uh, and so many things went well this year that I just want to take this episode and talk about what worked, what worked, what as a startup agency, as a startup kind of digital human optimized agency. If you've listened to this show, you've heard me talk about that term and I wish I had something better. I haven't really grabbed onto a better term than that, but this, this, the idea of taking the best of what we have in our industry from a digital standpoint and mashing it up against the best of what we have to offer from a from a human standpoint and creating an agency around that concept, man, so many things went right, and I just wanted to 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 share those things with you. Maybe some of them will will help you and your business. Maybe some of them will just be interesting to you. Maybe some of them you'd be like, Ryan, you are an idiot. Only an idiot plays. The, uh, an intermission from Wu-Tang Clan's The 36 Chambers to start a podcast geared at the insurance industry. But if you think that, you probably, this is probably your first time ever listening to the show because we do that kind of crap all the time. So, uh, plus, the Wu-Tang is forever, and the rest of us are not. So we just have to deal with that. Uh, all right, so so what went well? Where do we want to start? Well, first and foremost, I was blessed very early in starting Rogue Uh, mostly from things I had done in previous lives, both the fact that I had worked for the Murray Group for a long time and then being with uh, Trusted Choice and Agency Nation and kind of building Agency Nation into the premier media brand in the insurance industry. Sorry, everyone else, but there was a period of time for about two years where it was the best thing out there. Uh, You know, I've had a couple beers and it's eight o'clock on a Sunday night. I'm okay saying that right now. All right. Uh, It was an amazing platform. So uh, those relationships... I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Those relationships... Uh, that I built in those spaces in those time periods, and, and all the amazing agents that are out there who were very supportive, made phone calls to carriers. One of the things that I was able to do that most startup agencies are not is get direct carrier appointments. And that has paid enormous dividends for me. Um, four of those relationships in particular, I want to call out, uh, actually, five of those relationships. I'm writing a fifth one down right here. Um five of those relationships in particular have been uh i want to say um uh, highly productive. Um, th- th- first, I'm just going to touch on the personal line side. I have a tremendous marketing rep in my area for SafeGo. And uh, Matt Brisk, who I'm going to give a, a shout out to here, uh, he has done a tremendous job. He's been incredibly supportive of me. He's been understanding of the fact that we are a startup agency, that we are commercial lines focused, that our volume is never going to probably be, you know, we're never going to be an elite personalized agency at least not in in our foreseeable future however we do work very hard to put consistent package business on the books and we've done that to a certain extent and matt has just been incredibly supportive and uh he actually contributed to a fundraiser campaign that we had for the veterans miracle center here in albany which is a tremendous organization which provides um kind of staples and resources um not actual staples but staples to life for veterans in need in our area and um He didn't have to do that, and he did, and uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to him because um, I think that you have a a misconception of what marketing reps can be from carriers, and if you want to put someone up on a pedestal and say, here's someone who's doing it right, MapRisk is is one of those guys. So uh, four other carriers that I want to give shout-outs to. First is uh, Hanover. Hanover was my very first uh, carrier appointment. Um, they uh, believed in me and what I'm trying to do, and it hasn't always been pretty. I've had some some ups and downs with them as I've gotten to know them. I've called them out many times on the fact that I can't get into their system via Chrome, that I still have to, um, you know, get in via some Windows browser, and, you know, their technology is not amazing. Let's just put that. Like, occasionally on the weekends, you just can't quote stuff, but... That all being said, the people behind Hanover, the product behind Hanover, what they're trying to do, their willingness to work with you, um, they took on a couple commercial lines accounts of mine that were not necessarily like right down the middle for them and we had to talk about them and they believed in me and they took a chance on me and I think they've been good profitable accounts, Uh, they have been good profitable accounts, but um, they didn't have to do that and a lot of other carriers wouldn't have done that. So. I have to give a huge shout out to Hanover first and foremost when it comes to the commercial line side. Next is Cincinnati. Cincinnati does not give carrier or agency appointments out uh, very regularly, and they believed in what I was doing as well. And again, same type of scenario. I got some some good wins with them. I got some misses with them, and uh, we're still trying to feel each other out. And as my volume increases, it you know, they're, you know, my hope is this, you know, Five years from now, they're incredibly happy that they took this risk on me. You know, if they're evaluating it today, they're probably, probably like, ah, you know, whatever. But um, I think down the line, especially with, you know, as we get into what some of the marketing things are doing that are working, um, I think down the line... Uh, this relationship will will be a highly productive one for Cincinnati as well, and just want to say thank you to them, and uh, particularly uh, Brian Sturdy, who was the guy at Cincinnati who took a chance on me, and um, I appreciate him doing that. They've been incredibly uh, accommodating, and um, and it's just been great because other carriers have said you know said no, and uh, and Cincinnati said yes, and that will not be lost on me. Um, ever it will never be lost on me chubb is another one um i got into chubb was probably my third commercial lines carrier appointment that i took on and guys I, I just be honest with you i know all the vets out there especially those you know grizzled iaoa commenters will say oh you know don't take every appointment that's a mistake screw that guys if you're new in this business take every freaking appointment that you can get take them all Take every appointment because you got to put business on the books and then let the chips fall where they may. Um, Take all the appointments. So I didn't know what I was going to be able to put with Chubb. And frankly, I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll be able to write that stuff. But however, uh, Chubb has been an incredible resource for me. Um, I have loved working with them, and they've been accommodating. And man, if something fits their sweet spot, they are tremendous. Uh, good product um, for an admitted uh uh, cyber policy i really like their cyber policy um you know if you if you lay it up against say like evolve mga or corvus or coalition or some of these others like is it is it as is it as dynamic a policy maybe not but it's pretty freaking good and if you're trying to package it up with a you know a, a bop and comp and auto and you're gonna put all that together Man, I think you've done a good thing for your clients with that policy. So I really appreciate Chubb. and the last one is Guard. Guard came out of um, uh, Jamie Murphy. Their rep in my area was um, she was listening to a webinar that I was doing on workers comp, and she heard what I was saying and thought it fell in line with what they were doing. And Guard has been a tremendous carrier for me, absolutely tremendous. I don't know what I and frankly I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have Guard really um they're probably the dark horse like hanover chubb and cincinnati were all on my hit list i hadn't even really considered guard as an appointment when i first started kind of building out what i thought rogue would be and they have been absolutely tremendous so i just want to give a shout out to them as well um and there's others. Uh, leather Stocking Co-op, which is a, a, a co-op here in New York. They really only write in upstate New York, which should be the 51st state. I'd be okay if we seceded from downstate, even though I love those people. We should be two different places. Um, and Leather Stocking understands that now. It's for underwriting reasons, and really because all their claims adjusters work for them. And they don't want to be spread too thin. So Leather Stocking's been great. Dryden's been great. New York Central Mutual's been great. Those are all domestics to New York, and I'll give them all shout-outs too. So I have been blessed by Carrier Partnerships and Nerd those carrier partnerships and being respectful honest upfront and transparent with those carrier partnerships and um you know frankly uh i had to drop my uh traveler's appointment because you know the the rep was you know not super to me i didn't really appreciate um I didn't really appreciate the way, the pressure, understanding, you know, where, where you got Matt Brisk and Safego, who completely understands what I'm doing. Um, I did not get that from them. And frankly, you know, I I basically said, if you guys are $200 more than Safego, why should I charge my client more? Like, explain that to me. And there was no response. And couple that with the pressure that I'm getting, and I just was not worth it. Don't need them. Um... I think they're a great company, nothing against them. I know many of you listening probably have huge travelers books, but guys, we all have to make decisions. And uh, in this case, I want to work with people who want to work with me. This isn't, you know, I'm not the old school agency owner who's going to beg for an appointment. It's if you don't want me, that's fine. I'm out. I'll go find people that do and, and work within the confines of those relationships because that's what a partnership should be. And I know that's easy to say because I'm small. Some of you got huge books and it would be a major revenue impact. I'm not saying that you need to follow my lead. But I do have the opportunity here early in my agency's development to make these kinds of decisions and I'm going to do that. I want to work with people and I think and carriers are made up of people. I want to work with people and carriers that want to work with me not that just are looking for revenue. And if I don't put a certain number of policies on the books in a certain time frame, well, then they're just going to write me off as not a good fit. So, um, you know, so that's kind of how that's worked. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, I'm dialed in. I'm, I want to be 80 plus commercial, write and package personalized policies where it makes sense and uh, where it's profitable for me and for my carrier partners. So that's what I'm trying to do there. Okay. What else? Uh, let's just jump to technology real quick. Um, technology has, as I said, I think in previous update episodes about Rogue has been a pain point. I think now I'm really starting to hit my stride. So I use today. I use Nowcerts. I use uh, Agency Zoom. I use Lightspeed Voice. Um, integrating Donna. That's my one big tool integration. Donna for uh, by uh, Donna for agents is a big tool integration for me this year i mean if i'm being completely honest i do have a sponsorship partnership with them but i developed that partnership on purpose because i wanted to use the tool i got to see it firsthand at this event that paradiso put on and i was absolutely blown away by it and am i big enough to utilize every aspect of it today maybe not but what it allows me to do this early in my agency is to set my agency up for data to 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 be driven by what's coming out of the numbers, by the data that I'm getting, and you know that is incredibly important to me. If you don't understand your numbers, if you don't understand what's happening inside your agency, then you you're not going to be able to play at the same level. And we're we're going to get to what that means from a marketing perspective in a few minutes. Um, so Donna's coming, but my big ones are are our uh, Lightspeed our... Uh, agency zoom and now now if you know um i was a, a huge proponent of better agency i still am i'm an enormous proponent of better agency i think what will and nick and the entire team at better agency is doing is absolutely phenomenal i think that in in the progression of my particular agency we're talking about one particular agency and the way that i operate and what i needed based on certain aspects of how i run my business um Agency zoom fit better today. That doesn't mean I wouldn't go back. I think that uh, specific. If if I if my agency was flipped, if I was a a 70 to 80 percent personalized agency today, there's. Better Agency is a tremendous option and things are doing with download. I don't want you guys, I want to be honest with the tools that I'm using with you, but I don't want you to take that as, I, as a knock on Better Agency. I had long discussions with Will and Nick about it. I will continue to talk about them. I'll continue to support them. I think the world of those guys and what they're doing and frankly, many of the changes that are happening in our industry today, both things I've seen from... Applied Vertifor things that have happened in all these other tools. I mean, I, there's changes happening inside of now search right now that are driven because of how fast and how dynamic a Better Agency is. So I don't want anyone to read anything into this other than um, there are some particular nuances of my business that that uh, I d- made a decision, but that is in no way, in absolute no way, a knock on Better Agency. Frankly um i think that in another six months to a year um they are going to be a prime time player that is on the lips of every agency owner in the country i just i think that so um i just want to be clear about that but i feel like i got a good uh mix of tech right i got tarmica uh that i'm using for my commercial lines rating um and they've added a bunch of uh workers comp carriers which has been great uh, i use um And then the other big tool that I use is Zywave, and particularly their client portal. Um, You know, when my renewal with Zywave comes up, will I stick with them? I don't know. I think their pricing is outrageous. And if someone from Zywave is listening, they can, you know, I think their pricing is absolutely outrageous. I think the way they handle their business is a little strong army, but their client portal is a tremendous tool. Modmaster is a tremendous tool. Those are the two tools I use the most. You know, I have their content tool, which is awesome for people who need help with content. Um, So I think that tool is worthwhile as well. It is a big investment. I don't want to knock them. They have been critical, but I, you know, I do, they're not, they are very like, you know, you know, hey, you, this is exactly this is this is the way you're. This is the contract you signed, which which I get, and I will stick to every contract I sign. I'm not trying to complain. I'm just saying, like, you know, as life changes and agencies change, sometimes your need changes, and they are on. We are like, hey, look, you signed this, like na 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 na, and um, I don't really love that part of it, but. Uh, that all being said, I don't want to knock them because they have been a crucial part. Like their client portal is a big part of our value proposition. And um, and I highly recommend the portal if it makes sense financially and for what you're trying to do. Um, their client portal is a tremendous tool. And I I use it every day and um, we onboard clients into it and we walk them through uh, what that client portal can do for people. And it is really a tremendous resource. It it really, really is. So uh, those are the big technology tools that we use. We have no plans on changing in the near term frankly with some of them we can't change in the near term so um that's what we're doing that's what we're going to battle with every day and um you know a few other things we use loom and um a neoteric agent uh, for video proposals um, one of the guys i'm going to give a shout out to uh, in a little bit is chris langell and we use advisor evolved for all our website properties and we'll continue to there is literally no other option than advisor evolved i know there are other website companies out there um, if they listen to this or you use some other website vendor, um, know that my personal belief is you are choosing to use a product that is not as good. Chris Langel and what he does at Advisory Evolved, it is the best website toolbox. It's a website and so much more. Um, the the way, the speed that they load, the integration with, with all different tools, the form integration, how easy it they're just the best, and uh, I continue to use Chris for all my website properties, which I have many. Um, not just Rogue. I just don't tell you guys about them because those are projects I'm not ready to talk about yet. But um, so that's really my tech stack. I'm trying very hard to keep it narrow. Um, there are other things that I use, but um, you know, I'm constantly like signing up for things, and then I get the credit card statement, and then I'm deleting things and trying to get down to what is a core um, a core group of tools that we can use every day and and build upon without adding extra expense. Not the easiest thing to do because there's always another shiny object, but I feel like the major pillars we've put in place and, uh, at this one year mark, I feel very comfortable with them and, uh, and we're moving forward. So, um, I feel like we're in a good place from a technology, uh, as much as maybe the last time I did an update, I felt like I wasn't in a great technology place. I feel like I'm in a very good technology place today. And, uh, and we're moving forward. Um, the next thing that has been very positive for our agency is our relationship with agency VA. So I took on my first VA. Uh, his name's Nat or Tom. Uh, he goes by both. And uh, I call him Nat, though. Um, uh, Nathaniel is uh, has been, you know, we got him, he's young. Um, He's on the more green side, got him in I think in August or September and here we are in March and I'll tell you, his development in that period of time has been, it's been ludicrous mode. Like he is, like I'm taking him on full time in April so I just told them, hey, you know, I want him from, so he's been four hours a day, August or September, whatever, whenever he started to, to today, four hours a day. And his work product has improved so much. He's been so uh, conscientious. Um, he's been so willing to learn. Um, you know, occasionally help. You know, he makes mistakes like anybody does. And I don't see him making the same mistakes twice. Certainly not three times. And uh, it's been tremendous. Very coachable. Um, just has been an absolute pleasure to work with uh, Nat. And I'm bringing him full time on in April and he does two main functions. He does a lot of the repetitive service tasks, car changes, billing changes, um, COIs are probably the three biggest ones. Um, He also pulls all our commission statements and sends them to our bookkeeper uh, from the carrier websites. And then the other thing he does is build marketing lists for us. So those are really what he's doing and I want to expand um, I want to expand both of those areas, both his mark, his list building capabilities, as well as uh, some of the service tasks he does. And I think he's fully capable. Um, we've also, uh, this is very recent, we're still in the testing phase, we're about three weeks in, I think we're starting week four today, uh, uh, or this week I think is week four of recording this, of an appointment setter. And... What I'd say is the first couple of weeks, mixed results as we get scripting down and how we want to talk about it and how to use things like uh, insurancexdates.com which is a, the t- a tool that we use um, for finding prospects and targeting prospects. Um, but last week, we set our first appointment. Um, I'm listening to the calls. Appointment setters getting much better. This week, I hope to have two or three appointments. And the beauty of agency, VA in particular, and it's not like you just want to be changing pieces in and out, but if, if the particular VA that I have isn't working for what I'm trying to get them to do, I can go back to them and say, guys, you know, and, and this is a conversation I've already had is like, hey, if I need to start having more appointments set, then I can substitute someone in. And what we've started to do is test some of that. And like I said, uh, calls have drastically improved, set an appointment on Thursday, which was a, which would be a nice appointment, It'd be a couple thousand dollars in revenue if we were to put that one on the books, which essentially pays for um, more than a few months of, of service. And we start to get that ball rolling. So I feel very confident in that. And just, you know, my relationship with Wes and Ben aside, uh, Lally, Lally, uh, Helen who, who does my books, you know, agency VA also helps me with my books and and Helen is is her name. Um, it's just been a, it's been a godsend for me really gotten me through, uh, these early days and I will only continue. I know you hear me do the promos, but, but I use them in real life and they are the horsepower behind my agency, which has allowed me to, um, you know, write more business and kind of focus more on sales in order to bring on my first full-time person here in the States. Her name is Sarah Sloan. She lives 10 minutes from here, uh, from from where I'm sitting, and uh, she is going to be the customer experience face of our agency. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, answering phones, issuing business, onboarding clients, and and she will be a huge part eventually of Rogrus 365 which is the bedrock of what this agency is built on my entire philosophical belief on what on what an agency should deliver in terms of value added services and in addition to just placing business is this concept of Rogrus 365 and um i i hired Sarah uh yeah i call her an account manager but that that will most likely change um I want her to be the ambassador of that program. I want her to to implement that program in a way that our customers feel are blown away by the experience that they're getting from their insurance professional. And um and also she's detail oriented, which is the yang to my yin cuz I am the least detail oriented person in the world. Um so 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 the agency VA was a big part of allowing me to get enough room to write more business to be able to to be able to bring someone like Sarah on um so just huge shout out to them and and that has worked very very well um So let's get on to, uh, I want want to spend the last part talking about how we've driven business and in particularly content. But before we get there, I want to give just like a series of shout outs to people, individuals. I am not going to be able to name everyone. So if you're not on this list, I apologize and Just text me and go, Yo Hanley. You know what the hell, and and I'll shout you out on a future episode because if you're willing to do that, then you most likely did help me. And I'm. It's just eight twenty-five on a Sunday, and I'm talking very fast, and I don't mean to to skip anybody, but in any regard, just um, because so many people have been have been incredibly incredibly helpful, and uh, you know, if it's if it's not obvious. Um, I am an emotional guy. I probably make too many decisions based on how I feel about things. Um, certainly doesn't help my crypto investments you know um big shout out to Jeff she for for starting the insurance uh, investor crypto Facebook group. I don't know how you get in it, but I'm in it and I love I love it. Um, so uh, these are just just some people and and these are in no particular order except for the last one. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Seth Zaremba. Um, Seth, he's on his own journey with Neon, which is obviously a project that I'm incredibly supportive of and can't wait to be a part of both as a as a customer, uh, as, as a, con- a client at some point. Um, but man, when I talk to that dude, there's just something about him. Um, the very first time we met, we just clicked as in terms of, you know, we're different humans, but um, our passion for relationships and what we do and people and trying to be better as humans um, I think is mirrored in each other. And, and every chance that I've gotten to speak to Seth, he's been so incredibly important. In um uh, supportive of rogue and i just get these random texts from him like you know keep going man you're doing the right thing and it just seems like it's almost like he's like dialed into my brain sometimes so huge shout out to seth um jack wingate jack and i have become you know I, not that we didn't know each other but we I, i'd like to say maybe he'd say no but uh uh you know I, i'd like to say we've become buddies over over these last year we talk about so much stuff and um, we have regular calls all the time, just just wrapping the business and and what's going on and talking through things. And sometimes it's just venting, bitching, and sometimes it's really working through, you know, very tactical things. And sometimes it's sharing different processes. And Jack's been a huge help to me. And I just want to make sure he knows that. Um, I, you know, I probably got hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna take a quick sip of this beer. I got probably the, one of the best phone calls I've ever gotten. And something that is motivate motivates me to this day from uh, Scott Howell. You probably know him as the, the, the uh, intelligent half of uh, the Insurance Guys pod, podcast. And he calls me randomly on my cell phone. He's like, Hanley, this is Scott Howell. I just want you to know, man, I got a credit card with $12,000 on it. And I'll hawk the whole thing for cash and send it to you if you need it. Because if you fail, we all fail. And uh, and then he hung up the phone. And um, I got to be honest with you, uh, that, is, that has motivated the shit out of me. And in every aspect of that, um, that is who Scott is. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I love Scott. And we probably don't talk enough, but the dude, you know, if you go back and listen to my interview that I had with him on this show if you scroll back in the episodes it is one of my favorite interviews I've ever had on this show by far top 3 I don't know what the top 3 are but that episode is in the top 3 it, it, I I just think so highly of Scott and he just he's just an amazing dude and that phone call is to this day it was he called me, this is like back in February that he called me or March I can't even remember I can't remember if I had actually to officially launched the agency when he called and um it just was so meaningful that he would do that and uh, that has stuck with me um his partner in crime uh, Bradley flowers and has been also tremendously uh, helpful that's that's diminishing um the affection that I have for Bradley and, and our relationship and and uh, and <laughs> in in all the shit talking we do. offline about all the technology vendors that we use because none of them seem to get it a hundred percent but um uh we've exchanged a lot of information with each other and just Bradley's been amazing and as someone who's just a year or so ahead of me you know being able to say hey man when I was at that point you know bop bop here's what was going on and you know think about this and you know here's how I do this and um and really just across the board guys you guys listen I love you guys like our insurance community is so amazing I will never leave this industry again I feel shameful that I ever left it in the first place and frankly um I w- I probably wouldn't if if I was in a hurry and it, we don't have to get into all that but um I just I, you guys, all of you, the notes, the emails, the calls, the, hey, did you see this? What are you thinking here? Keep going, man. You know, the, the sh- you know, I just, thank you. Th- that is so meaningful to me. And, and, and I'm, I, I don't know, maybe that sounds, I don't know if that sounds selfish or what. Like, it's, I don't, it just, I don't know. I, I just appreciate it so much. Like, you guys have been so amazing to me in general. I don't know how I'll ever repay you. I try to add as much value as I can through this show and other ways um, just to say thank you. I, I I hope that comes through. I hope that it comes through. I I, I do try um, and I hope that that comes through. Um, I wanna give a big shout out to um, to uh, uh, Ragoff from Tarmica. I mean, they were very early on in 2020, they became the title sponsor of the Ryan Hanley Show and, um, you know, introduced me to Tarmica and I learned all about this tool and what they were doing. and I've talked about it a million times. Um, but I've t- and I told you guys about it and what he's doing, his belief in me and my ability to help him, you know, in terms of um, designing the tool and talking about the tool, and then connecting him with people who could give him the input to make Tarmica better. Um, he didn't have to do that. There's a million, people that he could have connected with and, and formed a partnership with, and he he believed in me, and even though he's a young punk kid who drinks better whiskey and scotch than I do, um, he's way smarter than me, and, and I just appreciate uh, what he's doing at Tarmica, his belief in Rogue and in me, so I want to give him a shout out. Langell, is always, despite the fact that he's from Jersey, is will always be my homie, and um, Chris Chris has done a lot of solids for me, way more solids than I have done for him. Um, and uh, I'll always be a believer in advisor evolved. And uh, he just, you know, he's just always been incredibly supportive and it's, it's very meaningful. Uh, let's see, let's keep going here. Um, kind of saving some. Uh, Matt Namoli can't speak highly enough. This is one of the busiest dudes in our business. And he's always got time to take my call or text, and you know the way that he views the world um, in terms of his disposition is very different from mine in the most positive way. Uh, where I am out over my skis 120 miles an hour, you know, go go go. He 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 under he's willing to understand that mentality and package it in a way that sometimes you know anchors you a little more to center and, and and without, you know, reducing the opportunity for upside if, if what I just said makes sense. And uh, I appreciate him so much for that. Um, it's he's repositioned me on some things or at least uh, uh, cauterized, if I'm saying that word correctly, um, my vantage, my, my viewpoint on certain topics, and uh, I don't know if it would have been possible if coming from anyone else, if, if that makes sense. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to Sydney. Um, Sydney Rowe, obviously there's there's no other Sydney's. there's just Sydney. I think she's become, you know, she's become one of the few one name only individuals in the insurance industry. It's just Sydney. Um, my relationship with her she has blossomed and her role as a chief marketing officer of NEon has become, less. Uh, It's certainly not, well, it's not anymore kind of boss employee, but I don't know that it was ever that, the way that she spoke to me when we we did have that relationship. Um, You know, maybe it was like brother-sister type of thing, which is weird to say for someone who lives in Minnesota and you've only never even lived in the same state as them, but um, it is very much uh, a peer-to-peer relationship today. And uh, we have very long conversations about all different kinds of topics on a regular basis. And uh, she continues to push me as much as as I try to push her. And um, the day that she realizes her whole value, her full value that she's able to, you know, I don't know what the, the, the day that she decides to take the governor off what's possible um, will be an amazing day for all of us. And um, she's just my relationship with her is very important to me. So I want to give her a big shout out. Uh, Chris Paradiso, you know, Paradiso and I have had a very long relationship. We'd known each other for a long time, a decade at least. Um, and during some of my, like, uh, Big Eye days, I couldn't have as strong a relationship with Chris because Chris and the National Big Eye at least don't don't get along super well. Um, I'd imagine not so much because of anything Chris has done. Um, but, you know, the Chris is... Uh, he is if there was like a like a like a and I mean this is the most positive way if there was like a a Godfather or like a like a Don Corleone or probably a Michael Corleone because I'm sure there was someone like before Chris right so there's there was a there was a veto right and then and then it, it, Chris is like the Michael Corleone of the insurance industry I mean dude's got his hands in everything but at the same time he lives by a code that uh, I envy. Um, and I and I mean that in the in the most purest and, and honest sense, not not in a negative way at all. I mean, I it's it's something to aspire to, the way that he he stands by his belief structure, the way that he operates, the way he treats his people both with dignity and respect, but that he commands a certain amount of performance from them, and um, how he's true to things like the flag and veterans and his community um it's a lot to live up to on a day-to-day basis if you follow him closely and uh he has been you know in this time uh he's been my you know one of my biggest supporters and someone who has just been instrumental in in both you know kind of tactically getting to where I am here at a year and 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 psychologically I mean I'm you know, I, 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 my, my mental can, can go in a lot of different directions. And, um, I work hard to stay focused on what's important. And Chris is, is an anchor in the, in the storm and, um, and having lived it and, and, and survived it to a certain extent, and then still having the ambition to keep going. And, um, and he is a very aspirational person for me. And, uh, I'm, it's just a pleasure to call him a friend and be able to text him and, and have him uh share his thoughts with me and and uh just huge shout out to Chris um Mick Hunt. Mick Hunt is a brand new friend from 2020. Didn't know Mick met Mick at Billy Williams's uh uh agency thing. i'm um, Billy, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. Um uh, Mick, uh, what was the name of that thing? The million-dollar producer, $10 million producer training that he did back in February. This is before we even launched. This is more than a year ago. go. And Mick is sitting behind. I'm sitting next to Cass, and Mick is sitting behind me, and we start talking, and he's saying some things, and I'm going, Jesus, who the fuck is this guy? Man, I, I love the things that he's saying. And then he said some more things, and I'm like, dude, like, I, I love the things you're saying. Who are you? And then he starts telling me everything he's doing, because... You know, maybe in some of my hubris, I'd like to believe I know a lot of the PTPers, primetime players in our industry, and, and the shit that he was saying, I was like, God, this dude freaking knows his stuff, and, he, and and I loved it. I mean, I was eating it up, so we went to lunch, and then we spent more time together, and now, uh, despite the fact that Mick is a Patriots fan, I consider him a friend and someone who I believe in so much. And you know, his company, Premier Strategy Box, like I'm I'm not there yet that I'm you know, you need their services per se, some of the things they do, but in terms of like um, you know, a, a consultant, someone that I call probably once a month, or hey Mick, you know, this is this is going on, I'm doing this, what's happening here? How would you reposition this? You know, here's my follow up sequence, what would you do there? God man, he's been instrumental and just and um and supportive and uh so Mick is been absolutely tremendous i just can't speak highly enough about mick and um you know it, it wasn't until a year after we got to know each other he became a sponsor of the show um just because i said mick like dude i, I mean i'm talking like i want to talk about you more man like let's in and in and, and, you know i don't know it just i just think very highly of mick uh mick leads me to billy williams uh billy and i do not speak enough but i am a member of billy's um community, whatever it is, uh, whatever his coaching program is called. And I'm sorry, it's just late. Uh, Billy. But Billy Williams is, if you don't know Billy Williams, one, you've been living under a rock Two, his program, his process being in his mind space. uh, You know, I get these emails from him, I get all the videos and webinars. And just having Billy in your head makes you a better agency owner, it makes you a better producer, it makes you a better insurance person I don't care if you work for a carrier I don't care who you work for captive direct doesn't matter I don't care what you're doing I don't care if you're hawking liberty mutual renter's policies out of some call center in west bumfuck Iowa if you're listening to Billy Williams you're gonna be better at that job and um you know Billy has been awesome too and the other thing about Billy is Billy will just lock you up straight he'll just be like okay everything you just said is bullshit and here's where you need to get your mind to (laughs) and uh you need that in your life and billy is that guy so uh big shout out to billy williams all right the last two people that i'm gonna shout out and i, and I hope this has been in, informational to you and i and i have a ton of value coming from a content perspective uh i know we're already at like 40 minutes so you maybe 10 more minutes give me 10 more minutes i'm gonna drop a ton of value on you i promise um 10 more minutes total not this part and 10 more minutes just 10 more minutes total okay um, david carruthers I had no idea who David Curlers was up until IOA, whenever that was, April or May or June. When did we do January. January. So it's been a a little more than a year. Jeez, I'm way off. January of last year, IOA, Cass says, Hanley, uh, uh, I got this dinner happening. You're coming. So I've learned that when Cass says that, you just don't ask questions. You just do it. Um, for a bunch of reasons, because you freaking never know what it's going to be, but it's always good, and at the minimum, you always have an amazing story. So so I said yes, and and Carruthers ended up being there, and a bunch of guys, and I met Todd Tams there, and I met McDonough there, who've also been become buddies. Um, you know, Mike McDonough is, an, is, a, is a national treasure for our industry. The, the workers' comp renegade the things that he does. Um, McDonough has been awesome. I mean, I actually don't want to share with you what McDonough has helped me do, because a big part of Rogue risk 365 exists because McDonough walked me through it and someday I'll be able to repay him for that so he's another guy that should be on the list but um but so Carruthers was there too and that's where I met him and we just chatted for a little bit and whatever is all good it wasn't really much but then afterwards we started talking bup, 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 bup. and now you know I I mean Carruthers is just instrumental I mean one I just I just like him um because he pushes me to be better because I've never met anybody so bulldoggedly determined to move mountains than Carruthers like he just is he's just a he's a force of nature and and he's always thinking three steps ahead and it forces me because fuck Carruthers I'm not gonna let him get that far ahead of me it forces me to think three steps ahead and, and I love that, right? You are who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with people that are hard-charging, smart, good people who but are also ambitious, you know what you're going to turn into? A hard-charging, good person who surrounds himself with good people that is ambitious. And um, I'm just not going to belabor Carruthers, but he's just been, you know, he'll listen to this and, you know, I, I, hopefully or, or won't. But... um I just think the world of the guy and and i have no idea why he has been as helpful to me and as kind to me and as thoughtful to me as he has been um but it has meant the world to me and i just want to say that uh for everyone to hear so uh and and guys killing commercial is as good as advertised just just in case you were wondering um killing commercial community is as good as advertised it just is so you can choose not to join But don't do that because you you think you're not going to get value. Do it because you either don't want to do it or you don't want to write middle market or you don't want to write commercial or you're cheap. But the value for the money is there and the content and the access to Carruthers and the access to the other agents in the community is wholly worth it. I just want to put that out into the world. Um, Okay. The last one is Cass. So uh, last person, and and again, anyone who I didn't mention, please, please, please don't take this, you know, because I could also mention Chad Eddy at Indium, Chad's tremendous, I should have mentioned Chad, Chris Klein um, at, at Westfield, I mean, so many amazing, amazing people um, who've just been, like I said, instrumental in in. Getting to here and feeling so good about being here, right? I mean, that's that's the key. I feel great about being where I am right now. Um, Chad Eddie is another guy. Chad Eddie at Indium has been has also been amazing. Um, you know, Ayers has been amazing. Nick Ayers has been amazing. he been he's helped me a lot with different things and if you ping him and he da 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 and he'll walk you through something or you know he's helped me with copy on a bunch of things. Ayers has been amazing. So shout out to Ayers, everything he's doing. I mean, just so many tremendous people. So if I if I left you out, please just I'm trying we're way long. Um but I gotta talk about cast. Just for a second. I'm gonna keep this very brief. Cass was given a very raw deal for a long time by institutions in our industry because he wasn't a model citizen. And um, what what people did not realize at that time is that we didn't need a model citizen. We needed someone like Cass who was going to say crazy shit, some of which made complete sense, some of which was absolutely bananas. But we needed it, and we needed someone who was going to be who was going to blaze the trail for all these thought leaders. Everybody, everyone who has a podcast today, you can thank Cass. Everybody who is getting paid to speak, everyone who's getting paid—I mean, that'll take some of that credit too, because I was with them with him, too. You know, I mean, whatever. But it's Cass. I mean, this dude did it right. Like he was pot committed to making our industry better and he didn't care who he pissed off and he pissed off a lot of people and some of this stuff he said he does they deserve to be pissed off and some of it he wasn't right but it didn't matter we needed him and he was there for us and he pushed and um and uh the dude has just been uh, again he's another one i have no idea why Cass is as supportive of me as he is I don't necessarily understand it. I would love to believe that I'm as committed to him as he is to me, but I don't even know if that's true, only because he has been amazing. So his insurance mastermind is another no-doubt community that you should be in None of you MFers listen to this, don't have a hundred bucks a month to spare for his insurance mastermind thing that he does or whatever it costs. And the people in it are amazing and Cass is amazing and being exposed to him and the other people in that group are worth it. They're absolutely worth it. And I just don't, I don't know that I would be here if it wasn't for him. If it wasn't for him texting me when I was running them, fitness company saying, hey man, the industry misses you, or hey, you know, what do you think about this? I know you're not in the space, but what do you think about this? And, and drawing me back in, keeping me connected. No one else did that. He did that. And um, he deserves that shout out. And, and he's a big part of how we got here. So okay, we are 49 minutes into this episode. Uh, I will keep this under an hour. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to you listening to this show. Um, I want to hit on this piece. We're going to talk more about this in the future. And if you like this, guys, if you like what I'm about to talk about this, I'm going to get super tactical on you for a few minutes here, but take another swig of this Fiddlehead IPA I got going, which is delicious. Uh, If you like this very tactical next piece uh, of of the episode, then uh, just let me know, right? Uh, Uh... I don't ever ask for this kind of stuff on this show for whatever reason, but like, leave a rating and review or send me a DM or whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm trying to beat out Carruthers and Cass in the podcast listenership thing because um, both of them yap 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 yap, and uh, I think they forgot who the godfather of this whole game was. Um, and uh, and I ref- I refuse to be beaten on this. So. Uh, and all that stuff is good. I'm, I'm Again, I'm playing and uh, I'm, I'm meandering, but okay, let's get very tactical for a second, okay. So, one of the pieces of Rogue Risk that has worked incredibly well is my content strategy. So, you can say anything you want about my cold calling skills, about my networking skills, whatever. I am a freaking gangster when it comes to creating content. I just am. And I'll take any of you to task when it comes to content strategy. Now that being said, um, I want you all to do this. I, I only say this in such a egotistical way and an arrogant way because not enough of you have listened. I've been telling you how to do this for so long. I want you to do it. I would. I would relish the competition. Come get me. I'm. I got freaking accounts all over the country because you guys don't do your job from a content perspective. So listen to me, guys. I have produced since since March of last year, 150 YouTube videos. I've produced 120 blog posts. We did in the last 2 weeks 47 inbound leads just on our website form that doesn't count YouTube you know, direct calls, direct texts, and direct DMs through Facebook from YouTube videos, from social media, add those in, it's another 20. That's like freaking 60 or 70 leads. The exact number is escaping me, but it's like 60 plus leads in two weeks. Now, are all those amazing leads? No. All you middle market sons of bitches, are you going to go, ah, we don't want that crap? Yes. But guys, I've only been doing it for a year. And if you put a small business person, an inbound, uh, an inside salesperson on this stuff, you're gonna write it. Right now, I'm writing, uh, let's see, my last thing on just the website form fills, I'm at 17% close ratio. So 17% of the business that comes in through my website form is closing. Or no, that's not true. Seven, no, yeah, 17% quoted, 13% close ratio. And the contact rate is like in the 30s. I think that's it. I, I'll, I'll I'll figure out the exact numbers, but it's it's that's where we're at. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, I want it to be better. Um, my gut tells me it can be better. Some of that is, if I don't have time, I just don't get to them. Um, that's why I hired Sarah. Uh, some of that is uh, not great fits. Some of them are commercial auto and you know, God, I'd love to find a carrier who wants to write business. I mean, if I had a carrier who like really wanted to write business, I, I would be putting business with them left and right, but everyone's taken their appetite and narrowed it right down. So it's like, God, you know, you can't, oh, wait, they don't have four years of non-loss experience with a commercial box truck. Well, we, we can't write them then. It's like, uh, So, um, so yes, some of it is new businesses. Some of it is, you know the harder to place risk. That's always going to be the case at the beginning because those are the people with problems. If writing a commercial cleaner was easy, they you know they wouldn't be going on to Google as much. But my point in saying that all is to you is there will come a day inside the next twenty four to thirty six months where Rogue Risk is a national agency that we have an inside salesperson who's just hammering inbound content driven leads all day that's what they do and probably multiple people and while everyone else is buying leads on pay-per-click because they can't get out of their friggin way and create content rogue's going to be dominating because you know what our cost of acquisition is for a youtube lead it's basically 15 minutes of my time so let's say i'm going to pull out my cell phone and do a little calculation here on my cell phone while we talk let's say that an hour of my time i think this is low Carruthers would be like, oh, my time's worth $10,000 an hour or whatever. Say, we're, you know, Bradley, oh, I don't get on an airplane for less than $400 million. Um, you know, let's say let's say my time is worth $300. Bucks. So 15 minutes, what is that? 15 plus plus that's 25%. So we're going to do 300, that's 3,000, 300 times 0.25. That's 75 bucks so 15 minutes of my time it, one video costs me 75 bucks of soft money right it's, it's time cost not a uh, hard cost i'm not actually paying any money for really any of it because if you take the website cost and you break it up over all the pieces of content it's minimal dollar you know a dollar or two so we'll just say 75 bucks so every lead that comes in the very first lead that comes in cost of acquisition is 75 bucks the second lead that comes in is thirty seven dollars and fifty cents the next lead that comes in you know you can see how this works and that's incredibly low especially considering that most of the direct competitors like employers has this direct option now which i think is a mistake i think that um i think all these these carrier direct options are mistake even though all the insurtech guys on twitter would disagree with me i think they're mistakes i think they're just not utilizing their agency plant well um or well enough although employers does a great job that that's not a knock i know i know a little bit about it they're doing some testing or whatever but still the cost of acquisition they're probably paying $75 a click $75 a click my total cost into the into the into every opportunity that i get from that particular video and the subsequent blog post which are two properties is $75 so that means eventually i'm going to get to pennies the cost of acquisition is pennies think about that think about that Really wrap your head around that idea and what that can mean for your agency. That's the power of content. So what is working? Video content works. Here's how you do video content. You set up a a screen. Crowley's doing a great job with this. You set up a place where you just, like I just have a simple backdrop, a backlight, I have a camera and a front light. And it's set up all the time. And I come up with five, six, seven topics. I write them down. And then I turn the camera on and I blast out the videos, three to five minutes. They're templatized. I do a hook, a little hook in the beginning. It's basically a sentence or two, what the video is about. I do my little bumper. Then I do my kind of standard intro. Hi, this, hi. my name is Ryan Hanley. I'm the founder of Rogue Risk, where we do insurance differently, specifically by giving you knowledge and information to make the right insurance decision and then i answer the friggin question that the video is about and then i turn it off and then i do another one and in a morning on a monday i can blast out eight or nine of those before you guys have even finished your second cup of coffee then at night like at this time when i'm doing this podcast obviously but uh, uh normally here i'd be. Just producing the videos. They take two seconds to produce. I have a standard template. I just pop the first part in, break it up, put the put the bumper in, put the answer in, put the bumper on the end, produce the video. I mean, we're talking no time. And I have it on a computer here and my work computer is over next to me, so I can be, you know, putting doing regular work while my while my computer's rendering the video. And then I upload it to YouTube. But I mean, we're talking this is easy stuff. This is easy stuff. Then you take, you wanna get really gangster? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna give you the the full spectrum. You can, none of you will actually do this, but this is what I'm doing. So then I take that YouTube video, I send it to Rev, I get the transcription. Then I create a blog post. I change the title just a little bit, same major keyword, but the title's a little different. Then I do two to three sentences, Four sentences as an intro. I input the video. After that, call to action. Then I take the transcript, lay the transcript out. All I go in is massage it so that it looks it's a little readable because sometimes when you talk, it's not readable. Um, so just boop, boop, boop. I'm doing a little formatting, some little option, some uh, uh, moving things around so that it looks nice. Bam! Put another call to action in the end for Rogers 365. Slap on my the rub, which is basically my conclusion, and. Uh, which is standardized. It's basically two sentences that are different particular to the topic and then a standard closing with a call to, With another call to action and whack now I got a YouTube video that's optimized for the keyword and a blog post that's optimized for the keyword I share the YouTube video immediately when it's released 6 a.m. Every single day I have another YouTube video going out and then uh, every workday so every workday Almost for 2021, I've had a new YouTube video and I'm using this exact process. So then I put that out LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and then um, linking to it and then uh, like a, a couple days later a couple or a week later, I share the blog post. that's the you know transcribed embedded version of that video. Whack, that goes out a few days later. Now you've shared all that content twice. It looks like you're being incredibly active. It's the same piece of content. People are like, oh, you're, you're all over the place. Well, y- yes, but it's a templated process. This is not rocket science. I'm answering standard questions. So then your, your next thing should be, well, where are you getting the questions from? Okay, so I just type keywords into Google and I see what blog posts or what articles or websites are ranking for those. And then I see what they're ranking for, and then I just answer the question better. And unfortunately, the only carrier that's really doing SEO well is the Hartford. And a lot of that is just because they have a massive amount of backlinks. Um, I don't know if they had a backlink strategy that's been around for so long. Um, Most of their content is well formatted though, light on information. so that presents an opportunity for me to start to fill in, especially like in so so where nationally maybe uh, certain keywords are really tough to get to, um, regionally they're easier, State-wise, even easier, and in your local community they should be it should be freaking no problem for you to get on the first page. So you know unless you're in like New York City or Atlanta or Chicago or one of these major metropolitan areas, and then then it's just going to take time. So you know you stack that up with consistency, and what you're telling Google is. You know, you're know, you telling them, I answer questions that people have. Send more people with questions to me and I will answer them. And then if they start doing like clicking on your links in your in your videos or clicking on uh, watching multiple videos or clicking through to your website and then filling out a form or clicking on multiple articles and then filling out a form, well now all you're doing is sending Google all these signals that says, if you send people here, they get their problem solved, which is which is all you can really do. And, uh, and that's really my content strategy is to, is to answer freaking client questions. Like I told you guys to do in 2011 in San Francisco at my very first speaking gig for the young big agents, national young eye event, which is where I met Cass's crazy ass and all this nonsense started 10 years ago. So, um, (laughs) I know I give you guys a hard time about the content, but, uh, you know i hope none of you do any of this if i'm being honest because a big part of my strategy long term is to be the largest resource for insurance content on the web i think i have a good shot at it um uh, certainly it would take a dedicated carrier budget to come at me um because i can do this forever and uh it's already producing results and once we start to streamline the process on the back end of, of writing the business and then delivering Rogers 365 to these people who come in. So they're like, oh, I found this guy. He seems pretty personable. And eventually I'd like to have other pe- people in my business talk, you know, come out and, and come through. And they're like, oh, wow, this sales process is pretty good. And I, man, these people are knowledgeable and they send me a video proposal and that's awesome. And then, geez, I get this Rogers 365 thing and this is nothing, I, this is more than I could have ever expected. And then they never leave. And then, you know, that would be really cool, and uh, that's where we're trying to go. There's a lot more to Rogue than just that, but uh, that's a good first look. For for right now, for what's reasonable, you'd think I'd crazy if I gave you the full vision. I think I'm crazy when I talk about the full vision, but uh, that's where we're going, and I feel really good about it, and you guys are a big part of that. I love you guys for listening to this show. Thank you so much. If I can help you in any way, if this has been helpful let me know. I'm always here. You hit me, slide into my DMs wherever you find me. I don't do TikTok or Snapchat. I'm not as cool as Scott Howell and Bradley Flowers. But uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, whatever, hit me up. Ryan at Real Grisk, you can always hit me up there too. Uh, happy to help you guys. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm out of here.